Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. Here we are. Hello. Recording in progress. In progress. Oh my gosh, as all the noise happens here. <laughs> Welcome back. We had a week off. That's been lovely. We been did. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why don't you kick us off with the high highs and lows? Because I know you've got oh. lots. All right. Hi and hello. Let's see. Oh my gosh. So much fun stuff has happened over the last week. I think. Yeah. There's yep. two highs because we did a week of camping and I had a really awesome event for um, perinatal mood and anxiety disorder awareness day in New York state. And I was a featured guest speaker at this event. So it was, oh my gosh, my second or third time doing it now, which was so much fun. It was so great to see people in person this time because the last ones mm-hmm. have been virtual. So it's just Lots of highs of emotion of camping and events, but um, I think the low was coming back and feeling so frazzled from being away yeah. for a week. Like my husband was home for most of the week and it was just me and the baby camping, camping for a few days. So the house was still a disarray. I'm like, uh, did you do anything <laughs> while you're home alone? <laughs> Bachelor. <laughs> so Bachelor it was life. like, Getting back into doing unpacking laundry work that I had to catch up on before mm. today at life. Yep. Yeah, those are my highs and lows. Mm. How about for you, Linda? Mm. Um, hi would be it's only a simple simple one, but we went for a walk after dinner dinner tonight. In the cold, we all put our beanies on and our jackets and little things. <laughs> uh, and it was really lovely to get back into that habit again because going for a walk after dinner, I think, is just, it can be really magic time. The boys actually, as we were coming up the hill, because we live on the top of a dead-end street, up a hill, hill, there's lots of hills. We live in a valley. <laughs> And they lay down on the footpath and just looked up at the stars. So That's simple. So cool. It was so cool. I couldn't lay down because I had a baby strapped to me. But if I <laughs> didn't, I would have. Or, yeah, certainly. And they ran a lot of the way. I walked. They were running up and down the street and just having a really great, great time. So that's definitely something I want to continue, just form a habit day by day. So that sounds like a good move forward, the low, oh, goodness, definitely feeling a little of your frazzled in different ways, just organisation-wise and haven't done as much bulk cooking as I'd like to over the last few weeks and really noticed the difference of that and therefore have been doing extra trips to the supermarket and I find that so overwhelming. Like that was such a, oh, after school today, all four of them in the supermarket because I hadn't 
thought ahead oh, enough yes. and got caught up in life and stuff. And so it was just by the time I got home, I was so overwhelmed and grouchy and ragey and snappy and, yeah, we were all overwhelmed because it was just there was lots of people there, there was lots of stuff going on. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. But I think that also while I said all this one, why don't we talk a little bit about why we do highs and lows? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I think I'd love to just concentrate on the walk that we just had and forget all about that supermarket. Oh, experience. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's so important to get those lows out. I mean, it's its own form of therapy, you know, <laughs> just to, to speak it. It happened. It's going to happen to recognize um, that we kind of have to grieve the bad stuff to move on and enjoy the happy stuff or that, that, that ability to uh, entertain both because that is our lives. Like we're going to have those moments. It's not all these flowery butterfly moments yeah especially yeah. as parents and especially especially in postpartum fresh postpartum stage yeah or any postpartum stage because we know now that it lasts a lot longer than six months or six minutes <laughs> yeah like six six seven years years and yeah. so like, <laughs> it is encouraged I think sometimes to focus on the positive and I think that can be quite toxic because we are not linear beings. Our emotions are definitely not linear. Our hormones are definitely not linear. It's not just a flat line. It's yeah. got curves and turns and twists and ups and downs. And you can pretend or dismiss that those are going to happen. And I think that makes it worse, in my opinion, and my experience. Yeah. Um- because I don't think we can let it define ourselves in either aspect. Like we can't let that the lows define who we are as parents, but we can't define ourselves solely on the positivity because it's not, mm-hmm. there's, and it's not that it's a negative low. A low does not always mean that it's a negativity. A low is just a low. It's just something that Comes wasn't so freaking mm-hmm. fantastic. So mm-hmm. They both make, make us up as humans and as parents because, hey, our kids are going to have a crappy day, which may not be a crappy day for us, but it's definitely a low. And we're not going to have those Instagram perfect lives. Like everyone is no. like, oh, no. only show that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And over the years, for me, through things like the talk therapy, right? <laughs> I have been encouraged to just reframe it into a positive and uh, rewrite the story and this replacing negative with positive, like it's just a in and out, uh, easy thing to do. However, because at my times which have been rather low or depressed or overwhelmed or just life in general, it felt 
so impossible to just replace. Like just replace, mm-hmm. just, you know, click your fingers and do it. And so right. it, it just it actually has been counterproductive for me to have those ideas or expectations that felt like at time placed on me. Um, what about for you? I think we talked about it in her first episode or something. I can't remember which one it was, but I was like, I can't lie to myself. I can't change that mm-hmm. positive, mm-hmm. that negative to a positive and believe it all the time. So I've never actually taken the, no, I have, I've taken the time to go ahead and write a negative into a positive, but it never felt like I believed it or like that I could believe it because it's just so foreign, but I don't know if I have to dwell on it just Mm, because it's a negative, it's going to pop up in my head. It doesn't mean that I need to say, well, this is going to rule the rest of my day. And this is what Mm. I need to focus on all day long. This is one little bad moment. Whereas yeah. I probably would in the past. Yeah. And, spirals. Taken- and it spirals. It spirals. Yeah, it spirals. Just- <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I spill milk and the whole rest of the day is just shot. Sure, I've been there. I've done it. And I've practiced not to do it. But it's not by changing the negative to a positive. Or just staying positive. Just calm down. Just calm down, Jill. Like, really? Like, oh, that's a trigger. Huge trigger yeah. for me. <laughs> it's I get to vent it out. So I'll text mm. somebody and be like, I can't believe this freaking just happened to me. And then I move on. Mm-hmm. Like I get it out. That's I it. say it out loud, yeah. which is why I like like the event that I just was speaking at. And part of my, my so when I share at these events, I share my birth story, the trauma that my husband and I faced, the rage and depression and anxiety that came up shortly after my son was born. And I talk primarily about the fact that I had no bond with my son throughout Mm. my pregnancy. I didn't feel bonded Mm. and months, months and months after he was born, I did not feel bonded. And that is like the, that's the point of my story. Most of the times is that I didn't feel that bond right away. And it's a negative. It is a huge negative and nobody talks about it. And I had someone Mm. come up after my event this past week and say, I've never heard anybody else tell me this out loud. Mm-hmm. And I've told yeah. other people and they thought I was crazy. And I can't believe that you said this today. And I was like, yeah. well, nobody told me I would not feel a bond right away. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know it was a possibility. And I have to say mm-hmm. that negative out loud. Mm-hmm. Although it's not something I dwell on anymore. That's just part of mm-hmm. my story. Yeah. But it's also helping other people to understand it's often referred to as unpacking the backpack a little bit. I mm-hmm. really believe we cannot begin to start to face or solve or get used to some of these negative frames of mind if we don't actually understand them. And part of understanding them for me is starting to talk about them. And that might come across in a bit of a negative way to some people who might be sensitive or a little bit on edge or defensive perhaps. Mm -hmm. However, in order for me to understand, I need to start unpacking by verbally processing and talking and recognising that I can say that a little better or reframe that phrase in a better way unless I actually start to get it out of my head though, either by talking to you like this in a podcast or writing it down is another way. And before I can 
do that, it is stuck sometimes on a loop in my head. (laughs) And so how can we expect to just be more positive if we haven't actually addressed the negative in the first place or haven't actually worked through the negative to get to a positive? For me, it's like asking for me for me to go from zero to a hundred in one yeah. swoop or one jump. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let me finish processing this first. Mm-hmm. It takes a, a while. Yeah. I know. And it can seem like complaining um, when it's taken in the wrong way. And I think you're right with yeah, us it processing it, getting feedback on where did I go wrong? Or do you see it's something that triggered me? Mm-hmm. And those conversations can really help you understand those triggers that might've gotten mm-hmm. you into mm-hmm. and the negative thought, which might then lead in the future as practicing more towards a positive thought yeah, more easily. But how do we get there? We can't just do it instantly. So we do have to yeah. practice. And by getting our practicing, our muscles stronger is by practicing. So um, we kind of have to go through that processing aspect mm-hmm. first of venting and talking yep. it out. Yeah. Sometimes it's I, on paper and sometimes it's out loud. So. Yep. And sometimes <laughs> it, it might be a minor thing. It might not be. It might be something we already have worked through before. So maybe we can do some of it in our head or in our mind. However, I don't think. <laughs> hmm. How can I say it? I don't think you can outthink yourself or just think yourself into a more more, more positive space like we are perhaps expected to in some ways. You can't necessarily just think your way to positivity <laughs> if you are no, and really. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm right now like on a path of like figuring out my spirituality and faith right now. And I'm like, Oh yes. The message was bring it all to Jesus, right? You bring everything you need right to God. And like, but even when you pray, you're complaining or you're, you're venting, there's still going to be a negativity when it comes to prayer or bringing your troubles to God. So if I'm allowed to do that on a one-to-one relationship with God, why can't I do that with someone who I fully trust to help me work through something also? So I don't see it being mm-hmm. a totally bad thing to have those negative thoughts. It's the way we act afterwards. And mm-hmm. are we doing and something resolve or because we're melty from that? Yeah. And I think it's also about trying to change a little bit as well. If we just are on a negative path and talking about the negative things happening each time we caught up, can you imagine what sort of podcast we'd have? <laughs> <laughs> so why I have a sticky note in my mirror and yeah. I wrote it down because it's perfect. It's exactly what I needed when I was going through my rose, most rageful period and mm-hmm. figuring out that I even had rage, but it was, yeah, you know, I'm not my thoughts. So I can have all these negative thoughts. I can have the negative reactions, but that's not, who I am, like, like I said in the beginning, it's mm-hmm. not going to define me as long as I don't let it. And that was my reminder yeah. is to not let that part of what I was going through take over and become me. Yeah. So why, why do you think we see 
negativity as such a a demon and an evil sort of sort of thing that we need to run away from or ignore or pretend sometimes that it doesn't exist in in the worst case scenarios. I, I realize we may have advanced a bit past that stage. However, I still feel like there's a lot of people out there who think that negativity is completely going to destroy us. Mm. I, I like this like idea of society romanticizing things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what is happening with the softening of negativity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. elimination of it is that everyone wants everything to be rainbows and butterflies and spread that positivity around. And so it makes us embarrassed or ashamed to have the negative thoughts or share them out loud that, well, if you're showing this beautiful life all over social media, because that's what we're told to do, why would I say anything that says anything different? Mm. Yeah. I, I thought I thought there had been a bit of a shift and mm, I'm ho- still hopeful that there is a bit of a shift as well. I try to encourage the kids uh, from my point of view to share a range of emotions and I try, I'm not always perfect at it, but I try to say to them if they're having a big emotion that they really don't know what to do with and I try to say and sit with that and sit with them even though they may want me to go away sometimes and I'll remind them that I'm not scared of your big emotions. I'm going to sit here. I don't need to say anything. I don't need to do anything. I'm going to sit here as long as I can and be with you to help you work through it. Now that's not always practical with four with four kids <laughs> um, yeah. as well because they, sometimes they're all having the big emotion all at opposite ends of the house at opposite corners and I'm like, ah, now what? And I'm having my own big emotion. Like, ah, ah. The house is full of negativity. Do we just then go and exit the front door and I'm like, yep, that's it. We're done. Let's yeah, get positive. Just take your shoes off yeah. and go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm finding that, stars. yeah, I'm finding that I'm trying to be more attentive to Declan when he has his tantrums. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to try and stop you from having this moment. Let's just get it out. Go ahead, finish yelling, screaming, hitting, just mm-hmm. not me, crying, whatever it needs to be. Just go ahead and finish, and you let me know when you're done, and we'll move on. Like. Mm-hmm. If we need to go change the situation, let's change the situation. And that's what I started to do for myself, especially when I recognized what my triggers were. Like Mm. he is sometimes Mm. for me, but um, I stop. I will take my shoes off and go outside. It's my favorite thing to do to get a change of my mindset is to just go get grounded. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Not always easy. Especially when you got someone playing with your microphone. 
Ja. <lacht> Im Morning Breakfast. Breakfast. Ja, I think we can definitely extend this conversation. And I think I've left leaving a lot more positive. I am so glad we have gotten some more positivity in you, Linda. Yeah. 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 It's, I, I love our conversations. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. Please Great keep start to our week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess then on that note, Linda, until next week. We do hope you can unstuck your mouth. Bye-bye for one. Bye.